Happy summer, teacher friends. I feel like summertime is full of positivity, full of good vibes, full of celebrations. And I think schools should be filled with the exact same things. Unfortunately, sometimes schools are filled with stress, struggles, and a whole lot of negativity. I hope that your school isn't structured like that. But if it is, and you need some help dealing with the drama, this episode is for you. This is a replay from September of 2021. This episode had so many downloads, and I think the reason why is because every person can walk into their school and know somebody in their building who's just going to suck the energy and life out of a situation. It's not a good thing, but every school has that person. I hope it's not us, but whether it's us or somebody else, the title of this episode is How to Deal with Negative Teachers and Staff in Schools. I think this episode ranked really high for season three for good reason. So let's get into the original recording. Do you remember the YouTube video from a few years ago where there was a woman standing outside and she told a news station that she got bronchitis and then she said, ain't nobody got time for that. That YouTube video went viral and so many of you just laughed out loud because you can hear her say that perfectly. And you know what else nobody got time for? Negativity. Ain't nobody got time for that. And that's what this episode is all about. One of the number one things that people ask me in my DMs on Instagram or when I'm in person is, Monica, how do you deal with negative coworkers? And if that's something that you are dealing with now or you've dealt with that in the past, then this is the episode for you. This is the motivational moment that is going to help you have a breakthrough when negativity starts to break into your teacher life. Before we get into that, I want to spread a little positivity in the form of a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app. This was left by a user that said, energizing and inspiring. I love Monica's enthusiasm and humor. I can relate so much to her. And because of that, she keeps me striving to be the best teacher I can be. Such a quick and enjoyable podcast with great takeaways. Thank you, Mango Mama 18 for leaving that five-star review. And thank you for being the listener of the week. Teacher friends, I know so many of you out there haven't left a five-star review or a written review yet, but if you are here right now and you get something from this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left a quick review, even if it's not five stars. I said five-star review. If you're like, Monica, this podcast is total shit, you can leave a two-star review, but your feedback helps to dictate where this podcast goes And it helps to spread the word of the This Teacher Life mission, which is all about bringing you the tips and the tricks that you need to live your best teacher life. So we're going to get into it. It's about negativity, 
But I promise by the end, you're going to have some strategies that are going to help you be more positive towards those coworkers who need it. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. At the beginning of season three, I promised that once a month I was going to give you an unscripted, unfiltered, monthly motivational boost. So let's drop the music and let's get this one started. Monica, how do I deal with negative coworkers? How do I live my best teacher life when I am surrounded by people who bring me down, people who don't appreciate the ideas that I'm bringing to the table, people who don't want to play as a team, people who literally don't understand how a positive climate and culture can help everything. What do I do? Teacher friend, the answer is so simple but it's also so stinking hard. My number one tip to you is to say, forget about them. Now you might be thinking, but how? How do you forget about them, Monica? The reality of the situation is, is I get this. As somebody who is insanely positive, a lot of the time, not all the time, but somebody who truly just radiates on the energy of other people, the good energy and rallies behind people who are on the same page. I also get how incredibly frustrating it is when the person who who works right next door to you is that wah, wah person. I get that. But what we have to do to that person and and turn your, your teacher ears on for this one, friends, we have to give that teacher grace like rain. Literally let grace rain down on their life, but never, ever, ever let them rain on your positivity parade. I wanna say that again. We cannot completely discount them because they are good teachers. They are likely good people. They are doing good things for kids. It's just not on the same wavelength as you. It doesn't mean that you have to be their teacher BFF. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with them. But those people need grace like rain. Just don't let them rain on your parade. I think sometimes we have to live in the 80-20 world. That 80% of the time we are surrounding ourselves by the positive people, like-minded people, people that can help us grow and think and learn together. 
But that means 20% of the time we are likely not around those people. We are around people who don't think and feel and experience and radiate positivity like us. And that's okay. That's real life. We can still learn something from them, but most importantly, maybe the reason, and this is so important, maybe there's a reason for these negative people or these bitter coworkers in our life. Maybe the reason why they are in our buildings or they are on our team or they are our teacher mentor for this year is because they can learn something from us. And I know you're like, no, they're not even listening to me, Monica. I can't break through to them. I can't, I cannot translate my ideas into their classroom. They just won't listen. I swear to you, they are listening. I swear to you, they are learning something from you. I swear to you, at some points, they are going to jump on your positivity train and you are going to say, all aboard, let's get rolling. But the thing about that is, is it's not always on our timeline. And so the big question I have to you right now is, is that teacher negativity, is that coworker negativity getting to you because they're a negative person, because they're not working on your timeline? Because a lot of times it's the second. We want them to jump on board. We want yes people. We want people who are just gonna say, I don't need 17 reasons why it's a no. I just need one reason why it's a yes. Not everybody is wired like that. And that's okay. So if it's a timeline issue, give them more time. They're going to jump on board. And if they don't, guess what? That's okay. We have to be confident and charismatic and compassionate enough to understand sometimes we do have to leave people behind. People who are friends with us, people who we care about sometimes in life, especially in this teacher life, we have to leave people behind. But here's the big disclaimer. Here's the big zinger. Here's the big oh shit moment. It's this. We as positive people, we as cheerleaders, we as optimistic individuals cannot, I repeat, cannot turn into those people who talk about the negative coworkers and say, I wish they would get on board. I wish they would just listen. I wish that they would see this as a good idea. And what happens is we start talking about how negative people are. And do we realize what happens in that moment? We become the negative individuals. We become the people because we're spreading that. We're telling other people about it. We are like saying we're, we're decompressing or we're just sharing what happened. No, friends. We get a choice to talk about the negativity of other people or to spread our mission, our love, our vision with other people. But we can't do both at the same time. We simply don't have the energy as human beings who are educators to do both. So the big question is, are you ready to give fellow teachers a showering rainstorm of grace and not let it rain on our parade? Are we ready to give negative coworkers permission to have 
a different timeline than us? And are we ready to stop talking about the negative coworkers to other positive coworkers? Because then that translates into us being hypocrites. Oof, right to the gut. Those are the three main principles. So the next time somebody asks you or asks me, or this conversation comes up, what do we do with the negativity? How do we deal with the crotchety, I don't like that word, but the crotchety coworker? We do one of those three things. And maybe for some coworkers, it's going to take all stinking three. But at the end of the day, we get to dictate how we roll as humans, how we roll as teachers. And I want you on board the train that feels most authentic for you and the train that is best for your students. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I hope it's the motivational boost that you need for this month. I know some things that have helped me to become a positive teacher, somebody who just has an optimistic mindset on life, is the things that I read and the things that I surround myself with. And that is why every single time I sit down to write a book, I think about the needs of us as teachers and I tell stories and I include strategies of things that work to create that positivity and the great climate and culture in my own classroom with my own students. And that's exactly why I want to highly recommend that you add The Rooted Classroom to your summer reading list. The Rooted Classroom is filled with 20 engaging, outside-of-the-box social and emotional learning ideas that are going to be perfect for you to build deep connections on a relational level with your students next fall. You can check out The Rooted Classroom at monicagenta.com slash books. That's Monica. G-E-N-T-A dot com slash books. I 100% promise that The Rooted Classroom will be one of your favorite books that you read all summer, even if it's the only book that you read all summer. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and thank you for living this teacher life.